One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a T-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. This is episode 79 with Andrea Lee. Welcome to the As Told by Nomads podcast, where you'll learn how nomads, third culture kids, entrepreneurs, and leaders all over the world embrace their global identity and use their difference to make a difference. And now, having lived on four different continents, here's your host, Tyo Roxas. Welcome, everybody. Today, I have with me Andrea Lake, and she's calling me from Boulder, Colorado, but she's an amazing lady. She's incredibly intelligent and thoroughly entertaining from what I hear. So she's <laughs> <laughs> she started 14 companies, and she owns the sales rights on, on the apparel and accessories for Minecraft, World of Warcraft, Call of Duty, among many, many games. And she also, fun fact, was a star of uh, The Apprentice a few years ago. Welcome to the show, Andrea. I'm so happy to be here, Teo. Thank you for having me. No, the pleasure's all mine. I'm, I'm so curious. I don't even know what to start because I know we were talking earlier about how you were nomad as well. The show's called As Told by Nomads. But I think it's always a safe safe bet to uh, uh, walk us through your journey and uh, tell us how you got to where you are. Uh, well, so I started out when I was 18. I just knew how to make these toys. They're called rhythm sticks, and I started making them. <laughs> Uh, and then I, I was doing fine. I was like a baller for an 18 year old, you know, but that meant like maybe I was clearing 40 grand a year. <laughs> and so, uh, I, I met people that were in apparel and I thought I am going to go do that because I met a guy who was making $10,000 a month profit. And I'm like, that is all the money in the world. <laughs> so I started my first apparel company and then I, uh, got into stickers and started stickerjunkie.com and yogajunkie.com and a couple other companies. Um, and then I shifted my, I started traveling really a lot. I've driven every freeway in the country and 70% of the scenic highways. And I just love being on the open road and checking out new places. Um, and then I really turned my attention to teaching. So I've been teaching a lot. That's why I started my new platforms, mentormojo.com and lessons.biz, which teach people how to be entrepreneurs. Because I really, really, like truly, truly wish that everyone could experience the type of freedom and ease that I get to experience because of being able to support myself while I kind of go on all these travels and adventures. All right. Um, no, so that's really cool. So what, what now led you to sort of... Um 
to get to the uh, the apprentice because you said you got into apparel. Um, yeah. You saw this guy was making a lot of money, and you were like, "I want to really do this." And you're you're like, "You're you're bald for 18, but you want more." That's right. <laughs> so I started my first apparel company when I was 22, um, and I did the apprentice. I think I was. 31. Um, so it was a little while ago. And, um, you know, they have been after me since the first season. They're like, <laughs> they're like, you're pretty. And we want female rock star entrepreneurs who are pretty for television. That's what they said. <laughs> I mean, in so many words, in so many words. And so, um, but I was too busy and I actually didn't own a TV. I gave my televisions away when I was 19. So I hadn't watched TV in like 12 years. And I just, uh, I just said no. I, I'm like, I'm really, really busy, and I had a bunch of companies. My companies were making, you know, millions of dollars a year, and I didn't, I didn't have 40 days to take off and go film something. And uh, and I also didn't understand the reach and the importance of like a national um, television audience. So I just kept saying no and saying no and saying no. And finally, I got a phone call, and it was season five, and they said this is the last time we're ever doing this show. Um, it's going to be off the air soon. It's your last opportunity to do it, and we really think you should do it. And, of course, the show did continue on after that, uh, but I, I just went ahead and said, you know, this is an amazing life experience. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go for it. And, and, and it was fun-ish. It was, it was mostly fun. <laughs> talk, <laughs> it was talk, mostly fun. <laughs> talk to me about the ish part, because I'm a big... Um, I watch all these shows. You know, I've followed... Yes. I watched The Journey from Apprentice to Celebrity Apprentice, and you've got mm-hmm. some characters like Omarosa... And then mm-hmm. you got some money. She's really nice. She's like shockingly nice. Uh, she, she I, I tell you what, I have never seen, and I know a lot of famous people, I have never seen anybody be kinder and more generous and giving with her fans. She's a lovely, lovely person. Seriously? She met my mom. I swear to God, my hand to God. She met my mom and she sat down and talked to my mom for like 25 minutes. I couldn't even believe her. And that she's that generous with anyone that comes up to her and is lovely with her. And she will stop for like an hour and pose with all her fans. She is amazingly lovely with her fans. So why do you think it didn't come across um, on TV? I think that she made a really smart move. I think that she saw how her edit was going to go and she played into it. And, and as a result, who else's name from The Apprentice do you know? You know, she made a whole career out of it. She's still got TV shows. She created this persona for herself and it created an entire, very, very lucrative career for her. I think she's a smart girl. All right. All right. Fair enough. I mean, I know that she had the thing with Piers Morgan, but you... You said it was ish. So well, what was the process like? Because I'm very curious about the, you know, you say you didn't understand the reach that quite na- national TV mm-hmm. had. But, uh, you know, I'm sure they're good and bad. You know, there's production and they want you to sort of, you know, they edit it a certain way. They yes. Sometimes you might get typecast. I don't know. Um, did you find that happen? <laughs> happen to you? I know, I, know, I know there's supposed to be like tasks that you're supposed to do to win for charity or win for yourself. Yes. But um, I don't know if, you know, the process behind that. Well, that part always good. The ish part was that, um, you know, I've been an entrepreneur basically my whole life. I started my first company when I was 17, 18 years old. And so I always have chosen every person I ever have worked with, ever. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Vendors, clients, um, employees, everyone. And I have a really strict no asshole rule. And so to, to be thrust into a situation where I had to just like deal with everybody and I couldn't just fire people because most of the people that actually were my teams or my competitors on the show, I would I, I would never hire them. <laughs> and so it was really just the personality difference, um, the personality differences. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. And I, I, I expected to meet 18 people 
who are like me, who are super, super successful, who are really driven, who are super focused, who are super like tippy top, you know, entrepreneurial type people. And, and and that simply wasn't the case. There was a couple of people like that, but not many. Not many. All right. Mm-hmm. Now, I mean, obviously, this leads to the inevitable. Trump has been in the news lately a lot for <laughs> several things. Um, yes, he has. Mr. President? Yes, Mr. That's an interesting thought. Uh, but uh, but what do you, what, how did you find him in person? Um, oh, wonderful. I, I loved him. I, I was like shocked when I ended up getting fired. And he actually called me the day after the episode aired, which he just never does, um, which was also shocking to have him on my cell phone. But uh, he's so funny and so charming and so engaging. And we have really identical um, senses of humor. And he just has no filter. He is like shockingly funny. Oh, and witty and very clever, super charismatic, far more so in person than I would have thought. <laughs> I, I will. He does not have my vote, however, for president, unfortunately. <laughs> um, I, I don't think you're alone in that. <laughs> I don't think I'm alone in that either. But, you know, it's a brilliant move. It's a brilliant move. He has many, 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 many business models. One of them is that he's incredibly famous overseas. And he gets a small percentage of different um, companies and different buildings to license his name. So he's just getting commission on stuff that he doesn't have to put any money in for. And this is making him hugely famous worldwide. If I if I had to register a guess as a business person, that is why he's running for the exposure of that. Oh, absolutely. I mean, I, th- mm-hmm. I think, you know, I'm in New York City. You see Trump, everything, Trump here, Trump this, Trump yeah. that. But yeah. a lot of times... He's, uh, you know, you find that he's, uh, you know, it's the name and the leverage of that that happens, even with his golf courses sometimes, I think. But um, yes, indeed. And overseas, that's his biggest business model, I believe. I, I'm sure he has many others, but that, like in Asia, he's just ginormously famous. Yeah, that's great. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now, back to the 14 businesses you run, you yes. talked about how they make a lot of money. How? You well, I mean, I'm sure some sometimes. Do, sometimes they do, sometimes they don't. But, but I guess I guess what I'm trying to get at is how you imagine all this, all, you know, all the resources. Because I imagine you, you run a few teams. Um, yeah. There's several processes that you're doing. And, you know, you're ahead of these these organizations. How do you sort of find the time to just you know have a personal life, professional life, and then still travel? Because you say you travel a lot. I do travel a lot. Um, so. I segment my time uh, really effectively, but also I've started 14 companies since I was 18. I'm currently only active in five of them. Um, and then the five that I am active in have air quotes around them because three of them just sort of passively run and I have teams on them that are fantastic and amazing. Uh, and the people that work with me are incredible. And then I have an overarching team that texts in and that is with me, that texts in and out of all of my companies that will fly to wherever I am to do work weeks that is just completely stellar and on top of their game. Um, and so it really is a, it really is just a process of delegation and then honing in on what I'm focusing on in the moment. So right now my only focus is lesson step is and then I tuck in a little bit to stickerjunkie.com because we're doing an entire site remodel. Um, but mostly I just focus on one project at a time. Oh, okay. Awesome. That's great. And then what, what some of the things that people are especially in my generation, the millennials, they always talk about how, you know, the digital age allows you to start many, 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 pro- many, many things. And Sorry. then and they talk about how you can set up systems to really automate businesses once you get to a certain point. Do you feel mm-hmm. like we are at a time when people can sort of bypass that uh, red tape and go ahead and start something if they're passionate about something? It is 
unbelievable to me how easy it is to start a business now. My business partner, Dan Caldwell, um, started Tap Out. Clothing was a huge, huge company, hundreds and hundreds of millions of dollars in sales. And he and I started that at the same time that I started uh, my first clothing companies, which ended up eventually owning the rights on Minecraft and World of Warcraft and Walking Dead and all those big properties. Um, <clears throat> and it was hard. It was pre-Google. It was, like, really hard. Uh, and then, and we always talk about that in our classes because we both lecture a lot and teach a lot, and we own a couple of e-learning platforms together. Um, and it's just a crack-up now because when we wanted to launch Lessons.biz, which is incredible, it teaches people top to bottom, legit, no joke, for real, how to start a T-shirt company. Like, it's a, it comes with a textbook. It is completely, like, A to Z roadmap. It, it's out of this world. We didn't have access to something like that. It was so much harder for us. We had to learn all these <laughs> lessons the hard way. And when we started it, it took the time to create the curriculum, of course. But, it, I mean, it was quite easy because we actually have built massive clothing companies. Uh, but beyond that, I spent $147 to start that company. I got a $97 account on leadpages.net. And I forget what the 47 was for, but I had to get other, maybe for uh, AWeber, for mail, and something else for hosting, maybe like GoDaddy for hosting. And uh, so it was $147 total. And I pushed, I think like 200 hits or something of traffic to the website to see if it would work. This is my minimum viable product, my MVP for your fans who are business people. And I ended up making like $2,500 in sales from that initial $147 uh, without putting any money in advertising or anything. And then I was like, oh, I have a business. Now I can expand from here. That didn't used to be the case. Like, you used to have to spend $50,000 to get to the point where you could test something. Wow, that's interesting. Because I got asked a question recently. I was at a conference, and um, a young young lady asked me a question. Should I worry about legal accounting, and how can I start a business? You know, I have this passion, mm-hmm. and I really want to do that. And, mm-hmm. you know, the conversation shifted around, you know, telling her to start, to have a website, have content, create a community, and that all of a sudden, you know, the other things just sort of follow. Do you mm-hmm. agree with that? Or do you feel like um, young people should spend more time worrying about the legal, the legalese and the financials mm-hmm. before launching something? In my opinion, I think if you do that, a lot of times you miss out on potential reach that you could have. But, you know, you might have a different opinion. Yeah, I get asked that question a lot. <clears throat> and I, my policy always, always has been make money first. Make money first because you don't know if this idea is going to go or not. So run some really simple tests and see if anybody wants what you're trying to sell because they might not because <laughs> it just might not be something that people are willing to pull out their wallet for. Uh, and if you spend all of your time and all of your attention, I feel like you can get lost in the quagmire of everything that you must do. Like if I knew everything that I must do to launch a company, it's harder because I'm thinking too much. However, that being said, I did get caught in a three-year federal litigation over one of my company names. You I was three-year 100%, 100% in the right, 100, 100%, 100% in the right. I did end up winning, but, um, but I didn't trademark early. But you can go on LegalZoom and get an intent to use trademark for like $180. I just should have done that. Um, so if you want to protect your name, you can do it that way. Certainly go to USPTO.gov and uh, search the name and see if it's in use. And then maybe, you know, just lay down a trademark filing on it. Okay. It's super, super easy. Uh, but then don't don't become too possessive about it because if your company isn't making any money and you've got some big, great name, it's not worth anything. It's not worth anything. Hmm. It's not worth anything unless you build it out, period. Yeah, no, I find a lot, a lot of people have ideas, but the problem is is actually the people mm-hmm. execute them. 
you know yes. so if you it's in the difference of your execution or idea you can say a lot and then people get possessive about the ideas they don't want people to steal them right it's reality just is, yeah in reality zero dollars exactly your idea <laughs> it is really worth zero dollars so you encourage people to to really go out there test it out you know put it put a product you know share it with i don't know mentors or whatever create a lead page like you said in your case or website mm-hmm. test out the concept and then just have a feel for what you know the people out there will feel like it's uh what it's going to be valuable or not that's right exactly and you'll be able to tell what's working you'll be able to tell what's not working uh, and you'll be able to shift really really quickly before you put a lot of money in you can do surveying to find out what your clients want um there's a great book millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from noom like evan who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds salads generally for most people are the easy button right for me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. I just read on that that I've been putting into practice. Ryan Levesque. Uh, wrote Ask, uh, the book called Ask, and it goes through this whole deep dive survey part. You don't even have to read the first half of the book. It's his life story. Just go to the second part and, and just implement that into your strategy, and you'll people will tell you what they want to buy. It's amazing. Hmm. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. With um, your life, when did you start traveling? I started traveling when I was 27. I <clears throat> For the first several years of my company, um, really starting when I was 20, I was just so hardcore. I didn't take a day off for seven years. I'm not exaggerating even a little bit. I would wake up every single day at six o'clock in the morning and work until one o'clock the next morning and then sleep for like four or five hours and then get up and do it again because I was terrified I was going to fail because I didn't go to college. Um, so I wasn't traveling. I wasn't doing anything. And then I read Adventure Capitalist by Jim Rogers, who's George Soros' business partner. Um, and he took a road trip around the world and I reached out to him this is early days of the internet people would respond to you and I ended up doing a couple of phone calls with him where he was just mentoring me and advising me on my business and on um, travel and it was just a couple of calls I mean he's obviously a multi-billionaire very busy guy but it really 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 impacted my life and then I got another uh, very private billionaire uh, mentor who just was like there's just nothing better that you can do than travel and see the world and expand your horizons and visibly see seeing I work with trend markets visibly see what kids in Iowa are wearing like if you drive around on those roads you're going to be able to tell mm-hmm. how to market to them and then I also did world travel as well also, I mean, and the reason I pivoted and asked you that is because I, um, you know, I feel like in my experience, traveling opened my mind to fresh, yeah. pr- fresh perspectives. It gave me the actual idea of what people see from their point of view, and also, you know, just made me um, a little bit more creative. I would say, 
So I was curious to yeah. see if that actually happened to you because you said you started doing when you're 27 and you hadn't mm-hmm. taken a break for a while. And I wanted to know if it really, you know, broadened your horizon and exposed you to the possibilities that you had. Mm-hmm. Um, but it sounds like it did. So that's, that's definitely a good foundation <laughs> here because a lot of the listeners here tend to identify with several cultures. And sometimes there's the identity um, uh, crisis that they have because they have many cultures, but they don't um, necessarily have to express that in the in the workplace. But mm-hmm. you know, I think I think sometimes it's uh, it's a matter of um, how you frame frame the question, how you hone it, those skills. So yeah. Now, billionaire mentors. You sort of said those things casually. What about you? What about <laughs> you? Very impactful <laughs> on my life. Very impactful on my life. I did not mean to be casual about that. No, 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 no. I'm, sa- no, I'm, sa- I'm saying I'm saying I'm saying it to the people that would say, "How can I get a billionaire mentor?" Because I, I I think it's I think in yes. your experience it's a lot. It's not as hard as people think, even though it might be hard, but it's not. what did you do? That's what I meant by the casual. What did you hear? What did you just say? Like, you know, this, this guy that was a billionaire reached out to me, or I reached out to him, and I was surprised by the amount of time he took to talk to me. Donald Trump called me after I got fired. Look what happened. I was very surprised. And right. I, I imagine yeah. the steps you took. Yeah. <laughs> Um, So I talk a lot about mentorship because I'm a huge believer in mentorship. Again, I didn't go to college, and now I'm going back to lecture again at Harvard. I teach all over. Um, And so it's like like an extra big deal to me, the way that people get educated. I think it's great if you go to college. That's great. But if you're becoming an entrepreneur, I think a better route is to find somebody that's done exactly what you already are wanting to do and love. Learn from them. So your first mentor, straight out of the gate, it would be inappropriate <clears throat> to be to get a billionaire mentor because it's such a far quantum leap. Like they're not going to give you the, the advice that you need in that moment. So if you have a company that's making you know ten to a hundred thousand dollars a year, you want a mentor in the same space that you're in uh, that is making like a million dollars a year. And then when you hit a million, you want a mentor that's maybe doing like five million a year, and then twenty and a hundred. And then you work your way up, but you want somebody that's just just a few rungs up, like maybe five x up from where you are. That's the type of mentor that you want. Okay. Okay. And what about being mentored from afar? Do you think you can get mentored from books? Oh, absolutely, one hundred percent. The way that I got my mentor, uh, the one that's been my mentor my whole life, he um, gave me a list of fourteen books and said, "Read these in the next six weeks, and then get back to me." And he told me he wanted to mentor me. I did not reach out to him to mentor me. Oh wow! Uh, yeah, it was a, it's a long story. <laughs> and so I I did. I read the books in like four weeks, and I called him back, and he said, "Hundreds of people have reached out to me and asked me to mentor them, and I give them this list of fourteen books, and like he had a couple assignments around it. I, I forget what they were, like some writing stuff, and then he would call me and quiz me on them. Um, and he said nobody's ever done it ever, wow. and I couldn't believe it. <laughs> so it's just I a think- matter of doing the work. Yes, and then also I I learned a profound amount from the different books that I read and. Um, it is amazing the amount of information and knowledge people are offering in a book that, that probably took, like my book, How to Build a T-Shirt Empire, it took me 20 years in the trenches, in apparel, and day on 20 years in the trenches in apparel to get all the knowledge we put in that book. You can read it in three hours. It's incredible. It's like, it's just incredible, but it's like a superhuman power when you read lots of books about uh, what you want to do. You know, if you want to learn about minimum viable products and you read uh, Lean Startup by Eric Reese, it's, it's incredible. Yeah, of course you should read. No, that's, that's amazing. And, and, and I feel like you're, 
that's exactly what you're doing right now with your new company. I don't know. We haven't talked about it yet, but mm-hmm. the things that you're doing with your new company, can you talk about that and how it's it helping people to build businesses? Sure. Thank you. Yeah, it's lessons.biz, um, at lessons.biz. <laughs> so lessons.biz. Lessons.biz. <laughs> it's awesome. Basically, it's a six-week course that teaches you exactly how to do things on different levels, uh, different verticals of entrepreneurship. So the first one is how to start a t-shirt company with Dan from Tap Out and myself. Uh, and it's just top to bottom, like roadmap style. So you start out with like introduction to sales, then you go into like um, getting your budgets and suppliers down. How do you vet your vendors? How do you get your screen printers? Like super detail oriented advice. And then we dive really, really deeply into sales strategies, how you can gain trade shows, like hacks that we have to make sure that our boutique stores are selling, that we're getting the best placement, that we're keeping our buyers happy, that we're engaging them, that we're creating brand ambassadors with them. Just every single thing that that we personally wish that we knew instead of screwing up and spending thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars doing the wrong thing. Uh, and we just make it really approachable. It's like a six-week course. You get live access to Dan and I. You get live questions and answers every single week of the six weeks for 90 minutes and you get a you know recorded 90 minute class also there's a really really interactive facebook community with other people that have started t-shirt companies uh, that and dan and i personally answer questions on there because we really just like teaching and we really just like helping people uh but this is the first one the next one will be uh, how to start a restaurant or how to gain loyalty and grow your restaurant uh, and each one of the verticals then will go into like how you build out your Amazon store, how to make a lot of money as a personal trainer. Each one of the verticals runs down the most common route of entrepreneurship that people in the United States take. Uh, but it's people really often that have a passion for, but don't have a really hardcore business background. So we just really, really, um, accelerate and improve their uh, opportunities for success. And each one of the courses will have like a celebrity entrepreneur in that space tied to them. So we're going after either Bobby Flay or Gordon Ramsay to do the restaurants. We'll get some very, very very high up person at Amazon to do the Amazon store ones. We'll go after like Jillian Michaels or Bob Harper or Jackie Warner to do the fitness one so that you have um, probably Jackie because she's a friend of mine, but (laughs) but you have um, a different like celebrity ambassador but who also is legit and has done it and has had failure and has had lots of success and can teach you lessons from their own personal life experience and dive very very deeply into curriculum because right now there's a lot of like inspirational stuff that's out there or there's a lot of like let me teach you how to make money by teaching other people how to make money and it's all bs so i'm like wouldn't you rather learn from somebody who's made millions and millions and millions of dollars in a particular industry or a particular vertical and that was the whole premise that i created this company with no i, I love it because you're actually giving people um you know people that they aspire to and you're having them come on to the platform and actually show you step-by-step process of you know what it was like to do it and give you applicable you know steps to do that right Yes, and it's super fun because like people, we're so we're like business junkies. We would talk about business twenty four hours a day. It's like every person that signs up for our courses, we go check out their website if they want our feedback. We give them wow. feedback on their no, line and like what they could be doing better. And in our open Q and A, we invite them like send if you want feedback on the call to help other people, send us your designs and we will review them on our Q and A call. Be warned, you might not like what we have to say because we might say your designs are really bad and they need work. But yeah, yeah. That's, that's good information to have. <laughs> no, no, I, I love it. No, I love it, and, and I, I think it's I think it's amazing what you're doing. And when I, before, you know, I started our interview, I was doing research on you, and I saw some of the amazing things you've done. I mean, whether it was Mentor, Mojo.com, you've been like 
in, involved in many, many, many things. And mm-hmm. one of the things that you talk about staying the theme here with uh, mentoring and building businesses is, is you, there was a lesson you had where you said branded versus unbranded. Yes. Um, I'm, in a world where we have a lot of personal brands and a lot of social media platforms that catering towards thought leaders, what mm-hmm. do you feel about that concept of branded versus unbranded for uh, personal businesses? Do you think people should have Branson model where you know you know Richard Branson and the Virgin? Mm-hmm. Or, you know, you could have another model where the name of the company is sort of the umbrella of all that. <laughs> That's right. Like me, nobody knows who I am. Everybody knows you. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I have a celebrity entrepreneur in each one of my courses. <laughs> Um, yes. So, uh, so for example, my business partner has taken an opposite route. Everybody knows who punk ass from tap out is everybody knows. And that's Dan, um, because he had a TV show and it was the number one TV show on spike. And he had a clothing line that was, you know, selling hundreds of millions of dollars of t-shirts a year. And he was very vocal. He was very active. Uh, I went the total other route, a delinquent distribution, which did end up owning all those video game merchandising license started out as an unbranded line. So I was selling t-shirts that were funny and witty and clever that people would buy anyway, but it didn't have to have all of the dollars that it takes to build out like a tap out or a Nike or a Levi's or a Lululemon. So I've made almost um, all of my uh, money doing stuff where nobody knows who I am. They're not buying it because they know who I am and want to be associated with one of my brands. They're buying a shirt that says like, I used to have superhuman powers or my therapists took them away. Um, and I sold seven hundred thousand dollars worth of that one T-shirt. <laughs> so you don't. You can do it either way. You can do it either way. However, when you have really, really huge, I don't have huge, massive wealth like my mentors do, or even like my uh, business partner created with Tap Out. When you have a branded line like Virgin or like you know REI or like any any big, big, big brand that you can think of, Toyota, it costs. Millions and millions and millions and millions and millions of dollars to build a brand like that. And so while you're making lots and lots of money, it's very expensive in the early days of it to sort of get that exposure. It's way easier now with social media because you can start to get traction and exposure almost for free. It's way easier now if you are lucky enough to create something that goes viral. Um, But it's more of a crapshoot. And so I think it's easier money in the beginning uh, to be unbranded, but it's far uh, it's far more money to be branded. Far more. Gotcha. All right. Um, a couple questions here before we, before we wrap up. Sure thing. Where can we find out more about what you're doing? Uh, first of all, how can people sign up to this? Yay! Well, definitely <laughs> Lesson Stop is. That's the easiest, most direct access to me. And we're just rebuilding AndreaLake.com, so it might even be up by the time that the show airs. It's a flash web site right now mm-hmm. steve jobs killed flash if you're on the computer you can go to andrealake.com <laughs> okay andrealake.com and then um obviously mm-hmm. uh, we'll put the, the website to the link all right now okay. a couple of fun questions before we go where's the funnest place you've been to Ooh! oh my gosh sedona arizona is my favorite uh, arizona? Big wow. i need sedona. to go i haven't been Oof. Tucson? Oh, you gotta go! It's so great. You gotta Google image it. It looks just like that. It's amazing. <laughs> all right, so Tucson, Arizona. All right. Uh, Sedona. Sedona. Oh, past Sedona. Okay, all right. Sedona. And then, um, um, favorite uh, stereotype that you've debunked while you built your business? Oh my! Oh, it's my very favorite that you can be a super hardcore power chick. I own the power chick mafia and still be really, really sexy and pretty and feminine and soft. Ah, uh, so it's it's the idea that you can look good and still be amazing at the business it's not that you're an airhead <laughs> well that you actually it's more this 
that you don't have to go and compete in business as a woman like a man. You don't have to be strong in that way. You can be sexy and feminine and soft and lovely and bring cookies to every meeting. And then you can negotiate in a way that no man can and you walk out with every single thing that you want. Basically be just the badass person that you are. <laughs> Thank you. All right. All right. And I asked I ask the question all the time to all my guests. This is the last question. How do you, Andrea, use your difference to make a difference? Oh, wow. Really by advancing uh, entrepreneurship. And then also, um, I do all of these events and stuff for my friends that bring high-end entrepreneurs in very, very close, connected connection with each other so that they go and create a massive impact in the world together. Oh, boom. Whoa. Hey. Hey. So concise, <laughs> short. You're like made for this generation. Divine <laughs> and Instagram video generation. You said that quickly. Um, thank you so much. This has been uh, such a... An, um, impactful and insightful interview because I, I was learning a lot about the processes and how you you know like you said you went against the stereotypes you went against the grain and you've built relationships from people across all verticals so I'm super inspired by that thank you very much for coming thank you so much for having me have just a great day you've just been listening to the As Told by Nomads podcast for more ways to use your difference to make a difference, as well as for show notes, head over to www.uidmag.com. Till next time, go out and make an impact in your world. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues, your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on.